Welcome to Jesus Listens Stories of Prayer. I'm Susie McIntyre Eaton, and I'm so excited to share this conversation with you today. I'm talking with reporter Kim Douglas, who is also a beauty and lifestyle expert and who, despite her bubbly demeanor, has had some tough seasons with an unexpected battle with breast cancer, as well as the loss of her husband of 37 years. As you can only imagine, all of that led her to rely on her faith and redefine her sense of beauty. Kim, you're just a beautiful person inside and out. And I loved the text I got from you uh, before we all started. And you said, I forgot, I've lost my questions. Could you please? <laughs> I know. Oh, that's so me. Honestly, I just, you know what, Susie, I just kind of live by the seat of my pants. And <laughs> I find that it's really a fun way to live. I really do. Well, well we think we have to have it all together. And right? we think that nobody else has is driving by the seat of their pants. It's only us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and when you texted that to me, my heart, everything about me just, whew, oh, she's oh. like me. She, oh, she's yeah. not perfect. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. How lovely well, of you to say that. Well, that's great. And, and, you know, we're all we're all just human. We're all created uh, as our father wants us to be created. And we're, we're unique and we're, we're very special in our own ways. So I, I, th I was thinking about you wanting to be a broadcaster when you were 12 years old. Yes. So Reba and I used to stand in front of mama's dresser with the big mirror with a, a hairbrush singing <laughs> to singing to the oh. singing nuns. And uh, oh, love it, <laughs> love it. We didn't know what they were saying, but we would oh. pop up, and we had our little parts. So oh, I imagine you at a young age wanting to be a broadcaster. Did you stand in front of your mirror and practice? You know, this is really interesting. I didn't, but here's what I did do. I knew at twelve, I was sitting in my um living room with my mom. She was mm -hmm. in the kitchen and the news was on because at the time when I grew up, there wasn't like Cartoon Network and and all right. of that oh, for, yeah. for kids. So I was watching the news and I saw a woman named Jessica Savage. I don't know if you'd remember her. Uh -huh. She died mm -hmm. very young, but she looked a little like you and I, light, light hair and big mm -hmm. blue eyes. And, you know, and I kind of thought, oh, I can relate to her and she's doing the news. And I had always seen men. And so I turned to my mom and I said, mom, um, I want to do that when I grow up. Yeah. And my mom was stirring the stew in the kitchen and she looked <laughs> through the, the archway and she said, well, then you will. Okay. Cool. And and I never thought for a minute that I wouldn't, mm -hmm. Susie. And so the day mm -hmm. I turned 16, I got my dad's big, tall, high Cadillac and I'm five two. So I sat on a little pillow and I got over the dashboard and I drove to our local uh, news station and Amazing. I went to the front desk and I said, I will do any, I will sweep the floors or I'll get coffee or I'll run mm -hmm. errands, whatever you need. And the receptionist kind of looked at me as this little 16 year old and was like, uh -huh. mm, not going to mm -hmm. happen. And um, she <laughs> said, well, you know what we can do for you? I can get you the personnel director and you can meet with her and she can mm -hmm. have a little chat with you. And it was going to yeah. be a nice little way to say, you just get yeah. on your way, darling, and come back when <laughs> you're 20. Yeah. So, um, 
the the woman came out and I remember her to this day, Susie, her name was Mrs. Peterson. And she walked out and she was a lovely, maybe 45 year old woman, brunette mm-hmm. hair, little Peter Pan collar. And she came out and she said, come on in dear. And I sat down in her office and I was very scared. And she said, you know, tell me your name. And I said, my name's Kimberly Bankier. And um, I just want to be a news reporter and I'll do anything and blah, blah, blah. And we chatted for a little while and it was really lovely. And she said, well, Kim, I don't really have a job for you. Yeah. But I want to tell you something. I have a daughter who's your age and her Mm. name's Kimberly and Mm. she is not well. She Mm. can't walk. I don't know if she was paralyzed, Susie, or what that she didn't go into detail with me, but she said she couldn't move. And she said, and I want to tell you something, I'm going to get you started as a tour guide and you're going to work here and you're going to end up being a reporter or an anchor woman, because you know what? If my daughter Kimberly could walk, I wish she would walk in here and do what you just did. And she and I became, now what are the odds? What are the odds of a 16 year old in Detroit, Michigan, walking Mm -hmm. in and the personnel director having a daughter named Kimberly? Somebody Mm -hmm. has to tell me that isn't God. That's what so many people don't have anymore. And, and you, and and gumption, gumption is a word that a lot of Oklahoma people use. Yeah. She's got the gumption. You know, that's just wisdom down, down from deep down inside. And okay, this career that you had, that that dear lady started. Yeah, she sure did. Brought you, brought you to get to know your husband. How did all that happen? So um, I did end up, I went to Oral Roberts University in Mm -hmm. Tulsa, Oklahoma. And Mm -hmm. because I had gone every day through the newsroom as a tour guide. So I would always see the news director and I would say, I want to be a reporter one day. I hope you'll hire me. (laughs) And after many years from 16 to 18, I did sit down with him and I said, you know, what do I need to do? And he said, you need to go to college. You need to get this degree. You Mm -hmm. need to make these grades and you need to graduate in four years. Come back and I'll give you a summer internship. I graduated on a Friday. I knocked right back on Miss Peterson's door on a Monday <laughs> and I went right into the news director and I said, here's my de- my degree. Here's my grades. Here's my tape. When are you giving mm-hmm. me my job? He said, you'll start tomorrow. And I started oh, on Tuesday. So I became you. a news reporter at 21 in the seventh largest market in the nation. But I had higher aspirations and I wanted to be an anchor woman. So, you know, when you're from Michigan, um, Detroit uh-huh. is here, but there's yeah. an upper peninsula up here that's really yes. small and there's very few people. So uh-huh. I went, I sent my tape there and I got hired the very next day by a Christian news director who recognized that I was from a Christian school and he hired me and I became a news anchor at 21 up in Mich- in the upper peninsula. And yeah. I went on, um, it was like, maybe I was about a month in and I really mm-hmm. wanted to be, you know, the strong feminist anchor woman. And I'm only going to yeah. do the really tough stories and you better not think of me as a blonde woman. And yeah. so my news director came to me and he said, we have this actor coming through from a show called the young, and the restless. And I interviewed him on the phone. I did the pre-interview and I think you'd be great interviewing him. So I want you to interview him. And I was offended. I was totally offended. As a woman and a Christian, I am not going to be interviewing some actor. And I want the political story. And I ranted and raved. And he said, you're doing it anyway. So I did it. And I interviewed this man. Which is good. 
mm-hmm. named Jerry Douglas, who played John Abbott on The Young and the Restless for 40 years. And we hit it off very well. It was a great interview. <laughs> the next thing I know, I'm getting married. So, you know, there was the story. Um, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. Well, I, I know, I mean, I've got some friends that have uh, had to go through um, breast cancer. Yes. And uh, I know that you have struggled with cancer in your life. Uh, it was a very hard time in your life. Can you share just a little bit? You know, I feel it's really important to um, turn our pain into purpose. I really do. So I'm happy to always share my story. And if in any way, shape or form, it could help even just one person, yeah. then um, it you know, it's a value. I eat and drink really healthy. I do green juices every day. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. Um, I was happily married for 37 years. I had a baby. Um, I just did everything right. I just, I checked off all the boxes. My mother's 94, never had cancer in her life. My dad lived till he was well in his late eighties passed away from Alzheimer's. So we have no genetic markers, no cancer in the family, no blah, blah, blah. So I go in, I missed three years of my mammogram because I was so busy. And um, I went in for my mammogram and they found something and I was devastated. I was like, wait, what? Like I'm doing three TV shows. I'm drinking my green juices. I'm keeping my weight in check. I don't eat a lot of sugar. I don't right. drink. I, I don't do any of the things you're, none of them. Yeah. What 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 do you mean? So they said, well, it's okay because it's stage zero. I prayed about it with my husband and my son and um, we elected, I had to get the breast mm-hmm. off because it was throughout the breast and we elected without much support from anybody else to do a double mastectomy, both breasts off. And, and what was year was stage, that? Uh, what three year years was ago. Three years, 18. Years yeah. 18. So um, 2018. So um, I went in with stage zero, remember? No mm-hmm. chemo, no radiation. Breast off, six weeks recovery, back mm-hmm. in, you're good. So I went into the surgery and I had an all-female team. And um, they looked a lot like you, beautiful young women. They came in in their stiletto heels and their white jackets. And they were like, Kim, listen, you are healthy. You've got elastic skin. Mm -hmm. You're pretty, fairly young. We're going to get through this. And then we're already planning our sushi sushi lunch after the surgery. This is going to be a piece of cake. I'm like, great. I feel the same way. Let's do it. Go in, do the surgery. They're on the last, forgive my ignorance, Susie, but they're on the last um, portion of removing my breast tissue, the very last portion. Mm -hmm. And when they remove that, they see underneath, right next to my heart, against my chest wall, three large tumors that were hidden under all the layers of breast tissue. And I would have been one of those women that would have died of lung cancer because it was against Mm -hmm. the chest wall, having never smoked in my life because they were so hidden underneath there. Um, So they had a heart attack. I had a heart attack Mm -hmm. and everything changed. They, it was not an easy surgery. Then it was a, then they were looking at margins. Then they were looking at 
yeah. lymph nodes. The game and changed. Yeah. The game it, changed it was drastically. Big, yeah. So I didn't know. I came out of my surgery. I'm like, I'm done. This is going to be great. They came in and they told me that I had gone from stage mm. zero to stage three in one surgery and that I would now need 18 and a half weeks of heavy chemo mm. cocktail and um, lose all my hair, my eyebrows, my eyelashes. Um, I lost 17 pounds in three weeks and turned green and on top, then do seven and a half weeks of radiation. And on top of that, I'm on high definition TV every day talking about beauty. And I was anything wow. but beautiful. So um, it was quite the battle. And um, I could never have gotten through it without the Lord ever. Um, he was my rock. Uh, I, I drew so much closer to him and I felt his presence literally every moment of the day. That was a hard, hard ordeal. And then you have another one to let us in on the yeah. loss of your husband. He was a really lovely um, man. He was a, a man of great character. Mm -hmm. And um, I won't say this because I think it's a generality, but in Hollywood, it is a little bit harder to find um, people of, of great character. And what I mean by that is, you know, my father was a man of incredible character and principles and right. love and kindness. And what I always remember is I remember when the doors would shut in our home, my dad mm. became even better. He became oh. even stronger and even kinder and even more loving. And mm. Jerry was that way too. I am drawn to people with strong moral compasses because mm. I've had two wonderful men in my life that have right. that. And right. um, anyway, after I got hit with cancer and beat mine, um, shortly after my husband, who never smoked, mm. got throat cancer. Oh, Go figure. Man. I mean, yeah. it's, it's such a beast. It's such a beast, mm -hmm. this disease. So um, anyway, he did not uh, win his battle and he passed away on November 7th of uh, last year. So it's been I'm about so eight sorry. months since. Um, yeah. thank oh, you. this is so fresh for you. Yeah. Yeah. Eight oh, months. My so goodness. It's um, mm. yeah. But he was, I, you know what we have to, this is what I always say to people that ask me how I'm doing, you know, yeah. how can I be the least bit sad or resentful? I had a 40 year right. beautiful love story. I have mm -hmm. a healthy, strong, wonderful, happy son. And yeah. um, I've lived a really beautiful life. So I'm really yeah. grateful. Well, Kim, it's been such a pleasure to get to know you. you. I, I just, you I feel too. like we're old buds and, I you know, I, I want to continue to get to know you through uh, your shows and through your yeah. your blogs or whatever else you do. And you're such a light in, in oh. the middle of a lot of darkness in our worlds. And you've uh, overcome so much. But all of our guests, we ask to uh, do a reading out of Jesus Please. Listens Stories of I Faith. I love this book. I love yes, that it kind of hits us every day. You know, when yeah. you read it, you think, this is just for me today. How did Absolutely. she know I needed this? So it's would so you read true. February 27th? Oh, I would love that. Thank you for asking. Okay. You're All right. So February 27th. And I love this regal Jesus. Me too. My, yeah, right. You're my <laughs> best friend as well as my king. I want to walk hand in hand with you through my life. 
Please help me face whatever today brings, pleasures, hardships, adventures, Mm -hmm. disappointments, Mm -hmm. relying on you each step of the way. I know that nothing is wasted when it's shared with you. You can bring a crown of beauty out of the Mm -hmm. ashes of lost dreams. You can glean joy out of sorrow, peace out of adversity. Only a friend who's also the king of kings could accomplish this marvelous metamorphosis. There is no other like you, Lord. The friendship you offer me is practical and down to earth, yet it's saturated with heavenly glory. Living in your presence involves living in two realms simultaneously, the visible world and the unseen eternal reality. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the ability to stay conscious of you while walking along dusty, isn't that the truth, earthbound Mm -hmm. paths. As your word declares, I am fearfully, I am fearfully Mm -hmm. and wonderfully made. (laughs) In your name, amen. That just touched me so much because there was so much fear involved in um in what I went through and holding on and knowing that all my days were already preordained and that he was going to get me through so if you don't mind I will just say a little prayer for all of us today dear heavenly father thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about you and my relationship with you and share it with others. Mm -hmm. I just want to thank you for Susie and her word of encouragement and using her platform to bring about more knowledge and relationship with you to so many. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much Mm -hmm. for everything that you've done in my life. I know that there's a lot going on in this world right now, and it's pretty easy to get discouraged and feel like you're stumbling a little bit. But here's the good news. You are sovereign. You are a sovereign God, and you created the universe. You put the stars in the skies so you can handle anything that we face. We Mm -hmm. praise your name. We thank you in advance for all the wonderful things you're going to do today for every ear listening and every eye watching. And I pray and ask for healing in any body, any Mm -hmm. spirit, and any mind that needs it that's listening today in your precious name. Amen. And Father, I pray for Kim, Lord. She has truly shown us the inner beauty that she has on the inside. She speaks about the outer beauty and she encourages women to to be that beauty. But Lord, she also recognizes the inner beauty that's within her that only comes from you. And Lord, we have seen that today, truly seen that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're so glad you joined us today for this episode of Jesus Listens, Stories of Prayer. We'll be back soon with another guest and another story. But until then, I want you to remember this. Jesus hears you, he cares for you, and he's just a prayer away. Thank you for spending your precious time with us today. Be sure to follow us on social media and on the Jesus Calling podcast on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts 
so that you can keep up with our weekly audio episodes and special monthly series like this one. And be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Calling channel on YouTube, where you'll find the video version of this interview. Thanks for listening.